0: Welcome back to this week's episode of Grief with Grace. I have a lot to talk about today, so let's dive right in. Welcome to Grief with Grace, the podcast for women healing from loss, trauma, and grief, or who know there's more to life but aren't sure what it is or where to find it. Whatever brought you here, you are not alone. I'm your hostess, Lori Latimer, soul navigator, mystic, intuitive, bereaved mom, and grief and trauma guide. Recreating my own life after a divorce in 2008 and going on to create and live a life I'd only dreamed of after that, I found myself on a new healing journey after my 29-year-old son unexpectedly left this life in January of 2019. So I invite you to grab a journal, a cup of tea, light a candle and get cozy, and allow yourself to be seen, held, soothed, and inspired on your journey to wholeness blending the practical with the spiritual. Each week my guests and I will inspire you to connect with who you are at soul level so you can find moments of joy in the everyday because even on the darkest days there is joy if you know how and where to look for it. So this episode is being released on October 25th of 2022 and We have been in eclipse season for a few weeks now, and we will be in it until about the second week of December. So let's talk about that and more specifically how we can use the current energies of eclipse season on our healing journey. So we always have two eclipse seasons a year, one in the spring and one in the fall. This one is happening in the fall in the Northern Hemisphere and in the spring in the Southern Hemisphere. And I always like to mention both hemispheres because I know I have a lot of listeners in the Southern Hemisphere. I see you, New Zealand and Australia and Bali and India and so many, you know, South Africa, um, so, so many places that I can't even remember off the top of my head right now. But eclipse seasons are always a time of deep transformation. We also entered Scorpio season a couple of days ago, and Scorpio is also about deep transformation. So this is a very powerful and potent time to tap into all these deep energies that are readily and freely available to us. It doesn't cost us anything to utilize these energies on our healing journey. So let's look at some ways we can do that. So first of all, eclipses are like doorways or I like to use the word portals. I think it's just kind of magical and mystical sounding, Um, but they're doorways or portals into our next phase of life, our next experience. Now, of course, I always like to look at it through the lens of the next phase of our healing journey. We can have life-changing, deeply transformative experiences during eclipse season. In fact, I'm gonna give you an example. As I was putting my notes together for this, I thought, hmm, I wonder. So I went and I looked. My dad went to Spirit during the solar eclipse in November of 1993. Now, I was not the least bit aware of any of this back then, but like I say, when I was preparing my notes and I was thinking about eclipse season being in November and my da- or October, November, and my dad going to Spirit, I went and I looked, and the solar eclipse that year was on November 13th and 14th, and he went to Spirit on November 14th. So yes very powerful and deeply transformative experiences can happen during eclipse season. That's just an example that I wanted to share with you. Now, in sharing that, it isn't to say that we always have such deep, transformative, um, life-changing experiences during eclipse season, or even during a new moon or a full moon or any other particular time. But what I do believe and what's been my experience is that these big transformative events tend to happen during times when we are ready for a shift on our soul journey. Our human selves might not think so and might not like it, but our soul knows. I'm going to give you a couple of more very personal examples. I also went and checked. My mom, oh no, I knew this already. My mom passed away during the energy of the full moon in June of 2014. And then my son, Greg, went to spirit on the day of the new moon in January of 2019. Coincidences? I think not. No, actually, I know not. And if you're listening to this, I know you don't believe those are coincidences either, right? So let's talk about this specific new moon in Scorpio and the solar eclipse. I don't know about you, but I have definitely been feeling it, all of it. So we have this solar eclipse today, and it's a partial solar eclipse. It's not a total solar eclipse, but it's a partial solar eclipse. And it's going to be most, um, it'll be seen most easily in the Southern Hemisphere, because it's happening at like 3.48 a.m. Pacific time, which is 6.48 a.m. Eastern time. The sun's not even up yet but we still are impacted by the energies. But again, people in the Southern Hemisphere and some other parts of the world are going to see this more easily or see it, you know, experience it more. It'll be more visible to people in other parts of the world more than in the um, United States where I am. But we have the solar eclipse today, and then we have a total lunar eclipse coming up two weeks from today on November 8th. And by the way, that's the day of the midterm elections here in the United States. So buckle up for whatever chaos and drama comes with that. I will not even get into politics, but ugh, it's just another layer that we can add to two things. I'll use that word, just two things, right? Now, solar eclipses always fall on the new moon and lunar eclipses always fall on the full moon, just as a little side note. Now, since today is a new moon, which is usually about new beginnings, new hopes, um, new inspirations, and it's a solar eclipse, and of course, the sun lights us up. Oh, also, a solar eclipse is when the moon moves in between the Earth and the sun. And as I said, this is a partial solar eclipse. So the moon will only block out a portion of the sun. With this happening in the sign of Scorpio, we have the opportunity to connect to our higher self. To our soul at a deeper level, at a transformative level. It is no coincidence either that Halloween falls during eclipse season every year, and the veil between this realm and the spirit realm is super thin at this time of year. So it's much easier to connect to spirit, to our loved ones in spirit, and to our higher selves during this period of the year. Um, there is something else that's part of this equation that I just love. And it is that the sun, the moon, and Venus, the planet Venus, are all going to be very close to one another. Venus is the planet of love and beauty. So what does your soul want you to know during this season that will move you forward on your healing journey? That's the journal question that I have for you this week. Tap into all these potent energies and see what comes through for you. And then thinking about Venus. How can you allow more love and beauty into your life in a way that will enhance and and elevate your healing? You know, it might be going to a beautiful place for a day or two. It might be taking a drive somewhere beautiful. It might be rearranging your home in a way that feels more expansive and beautiful, which will help you heal in some way. It might be, oh, what's another example? Um, it might be getting some kind of body work, massage, acupuncture, a facial. There are so many possibilities. But ask your higher self what will most help you right now. Ask what your body and your soul require. You know, Venus really, I love I love the energy of Venus. I mean, first of all, you know, Venus is a goddess. Venus is just luscious and just radiant and gorgeous energy. Venus invites us to open up our hearts more. When we have experienced deep trauma and loss, our tendency is to close in on ourselves, to shrink and to close down our hearts. But with Venus being part of the energetic mix right now, it's really inviting us to expand our heart and and expand our capacity for love. So how can you open your heart more so that you can heal a little bit more right now? That's another really good question to journal on. You know, ask your, ask your higher self and then journal on what comes through. And Venus is also about relationships. So what relationships need nurturing in your life? Of course, the most important relationship we have is with ourselves, with our physical body and with our soul. So really look at your current relationship with yourself. And ask yourself, where can you give yourself more love and more nurturing? And then look at the relationships you have with other people in your life. What relationships need to be shifted? What needs to be released? Whether it's a relationship or it's the way you show up in a relationship. Also, as I say that, how do you show up in relationship with yourself? That is a deep question that can bring up so much awareness for us. Um, but you know, when I say relationships, it could be romantic relationships, friendships, mentor relationships, client relationships, work relationships, siblings, children, um, parents, every relationship you have. And when you do this, don't judge any of it. Just observe and notice what feels out of alignment. And then if something is out of alignment, ask your higher self, what might, bring it into alignment or how can you release it for the highest love of both you and anyone else involved if that is what is right for you at this time. Something else I want to say about Venus is that Venus isn't only about giving love and kindness and compassion to others. It's also about a giving those things to ourselves, but also it's about allowing ourselves to receive those things as well. Allowing ourselves to receive those things is one of the most powerful ways we can move forward in our healing. And again, bringing this back to the beginning, all of this is happening in Scorpio. Ah, oh, Scorpio. I love Scorpio. My Neptune is in Scorpio. So, and it's in my 12th house. And if you know anything about astrology, that is just, there is so much healing opportunity with those placements, but um, also, my dad was Scorpio's son, and I wish I had known what I know now about all of this when he was alive, because it it makes me understand him from a different perspective. But Scorpio is very deep and very intuitive. It's about death and rebirth. It's a water sign. So it's about all the feels, all the emotions. Also, something else um, just came to mind. It's kind of fascinating. Isn't it interesting that the United States always has its most powerful elections during Scorpio season? Think about it. Death and rebirth. Chaos transformation. Oh boy. But this is why it's the perfect time to get still and connect to your intuition, to your higher self some of the other energies that scorpio brings that I want to mention so that you can either tap into them or be aware of them if they come into your awareness during this time if they are the lower octaves. So the upper octaves are things like I mentioned like intuition, deep transformation, death and rebirth, deep emotions, um all the psychic stuff, the witchy stuff, shamanic, mysterious. And you know, it's It's being like the phoenix that rises from the ashes. Again, death and rebirth. Some of the lower octaves that you want to watch for are things like jealousy, being manipulative or aggressive, whether it's you expressing those energies or someone else in your in your life, in your realm expressing them. If you do notice those things, look at it through the lens of Scorpio season and understand that people often Act things out when those energies are most present and most potent. What else do I want to say? Oh, I know something else. Um, Usually on new moons, I encourage you to set intentions. However, during the eclipse season, we don't do that. Eclipses are really a time of allowing, allowing ourselves to receive the healing available from the energies that we're currently in, that are currently available to us. to receive the messages from our souls, to just be in the flow of the energies. And this is a perfect time. I love that eclipse season is always in the fall and the spring, regardless of which hemisphere you're in. If it happens to be fall for you right now, it happens right before the holidays, right before the chaos of the holidays and the the frenetic energy of the holidays, the end of the year. If you are in... If it's spring for you right now, things are starting to blossom and bloom, but summer has not exploded onto the scene yet. So it's really kind of a quiet time for the entire world to reflect, to get quiet. And again, in the northern hemisphere, we are in the fall eclipse season right now. But in you know six months from now, we'll be in the spring uh, eclipse season. And in the southern hemisphere, it's just the opposite. But it's really about being in the flow of the energies that are available. There is a lot of potent feminine energy right now during Scorpio season. And the feminine, again, it's about receiving. It's not about pushing or striving, it's about going inward and allowing and surrendering. Surrender to what is, and then connect with your soul to tap into the possibilities that are that are waiting for you that are possible. I I mean, I'm hesitating because I don't want to say the possibilities that are possible. That sounds kind of silly. And yet that's what it is, right? Also, because eclipses happen every six months, look back at where you were in April of this year, April to May time period, mid April. Yeah. Mid, you know, mid to late April to early to mid May. See what's transpired in your life over the past six months. See if there's a theme or, or some um, common energies, or common experiences, or really profound experiences that have happened over the last, last six months, and then see what's ready to be released, and what's ready to be deepened. And then after you look backward six months, then begin to look forward at the next six months. Where do you want to be six months from now on your healing journey, and in your life in general? This is the time to plant the seeds that you can water and really nurture over the next 6 months. Just let the ideas and the inspirations come to you over the uh next few couple of over the next couple of weeks. Um and just see what feels right. Begin to explore. I'm going to give you an example from my own life, a very recent example. I was on vacation 2 weeks ago in an absolutely gorgeous Private community on Sea Island, Georgia. I stayed in the home of a friend, and this place was like an Italian villa. It was stunning. It looked out over the Atlantic Ocean. I saw the most gorgeous sunrises. Um, I was there on the full moon in Aries, and the moonrises were amazing. And one night um, there were thunderstorms, and it was when I was, um, anyway, I got up in the middle of the night and I just sat out in the living room. Where there are, you know, floor to ceiling windows and watched the lightning out over the ocean. It was spectacular. But I think a lot of, you know, I still do a lot of family law paralegal work along with my podcast. I do readings for clients. Um, I do mentorship with people, including my, um, you know, I'm mentoring spiritual women, spiritual entrepreneurs um, to help them create and launch their soul inspired podcasts. And so I had planned on working while I was on vacation because I tend to, my creativity flows when I'm on vacation. I mean, I didn't even have to be on vacation, just getting out of, as much as I love my home, getting out of my home, even into a local coffee shop, just, it just brings up so much creative energy for me. So I had planned on working while I was down there because I have some projects that I'm working on for my business. However, Spirit had other plans for me. I got very sick the day before I left with an upper respiratory infection. And I was sick the entire time I was there. I went, I made the five and a half hour drive, even though I was sick. But I didn't do any of the work I had planned on doing because I just, I physically couldn't do it. It wasn't at all the vacation I had planned, but it was definitely the vacation that I required. So I had a lot of time to just... Be with myself and reflect and look at my life. And I realized that I am very much out of alignment. And so I made a decision while I was there. I decided that I am going to cut back on my paralegal work and no longer work on Fridays. That opens up space for me, energetically, physically, in my calendar, everything. And it feels so expansive for me. So when I got back on Monday, a week ago, a week ago yesterday, I told the, the attorneys that I freelanced for, they were all very gracious about it. They were all on board with it. And so I think this is going to work really well. But again, doing I'm sharing this with you to show how, A, sometimes when we don't listen to our soul, our physical body forces us to stop and listen. But also, like I said a minute ago, doing this made me feel so much more expansive and I felt like I could breathe again. And w- when I say doing that, um, I mean making the decision to not work on Fridays anymore. But it, it allowed it allowed more space in my life. And how interesting that I, it made me feel like I could breathe again when I had just had this upper respiratory infection in my lungs. It was all in my lungs, which of course the lungs are about the breath and about grief and about life, right? So, I listened, I paid attention, I got the message, and then I made a decision and I took action on it. See, a, a decision is a mental construct. I could have decided, but then I could have made a different decision and done something else. Instead, as soon as I got back, the first day I was back to work, I took action and told everyone involved, I am no longer working on Fridays. I am no longer available on Fridays. And This past Friday, they all respected that. So again, I share this as an example of how powerful it is when we get still and we really listen to our soul. Our soul always, always, always knows, but we have to get out of our own way and actually listen. And when we don't, our soul finds other ways to get us to listen. In this case, again, I got really sick, sick enough that I had to be still and listen. The beauty that has come out of that, the things that have unfolded just since I made that decision, what, about 10 days ago now, 10, 12 days ago now, the things that have unfolded, the clients that have said yes to themselves through working with me, it's all so magical. It is truly nothing short of miraculous. So that's what I have for you this week. I hope you enjoyed this. I hope it expanded some possibilities for you. I know that I haven't done many solo episodes since coming back from my break in August. And that's because I have so many amazing interviews that I've been doing or that I've done. And I have more recorded that I haven't even published yet. Um, I have a couple more scheduled in the next week. I mean, it's just the way things are realigning in my life and my business is truly amazing and stunning and I am so great so deeply grateful and so I will have more solo episodes that I'll be sharing in the upcoming weeks but I really wanted to do this episode today so that you can tap into all these beautiful potent energies that we're in right now and um If you or someone you know wants to take their healing to a deeper level or is a spiritual entrepreneur wanting to create and launch a soul-inspired podcast as part of your healing journey, send me an email. I'm happy to have a quick conversation with you about how I might be able to serve you. Um, I'm so excited that a couple of my clients will be launching their podcasts probably in early 2023 and i'm so honored to be guiding them on this journey and i'm so excited to see what they create this is part of my healing journey this is part of my soul's purpose in this life and so i would love to support you if i can both in your healing and again if you or someone you know is considering starting their own soul inspired podcast um i never i never saw myself doing any of this even four years ago. And yet I keep listening to my soul and I keep showing up. And so much of the reason I can do that is because I've learned to work with the energies that are available at different points throughout the year. And that's why I'm sharing this with you. So I think that's all. That's all I got for you today. So um, until next time, as always, I am sending you so much love, light, beauty, and grace. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Grief with Grace. Please be sure to like our Grief with Grace podcast Facebook page and find me on Instagram at, at Lori underscore Latimer. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you listen to podcasts so that you receive a reminder when new episodes are uploaded. And please leave a rating and review so I can continue to bring you new content and new interviews each week. If you find this podcast valuable, and I really hope you do, please be sure to share it with a woman who could use some inspiration in her life and on her journey. Until next time, I invite you to find a moment of joy today and every day.